Hello everybody and welcome back to the Fat Loss Fundamentals podcast. Today's episode is one that I've been wanting to bring to you guys for a while but I was just refining what was going to be on the list and at the moment I'm training, well I will be for a long time, I'm training for Ironman Tallinn in 2025 and as such I've been doing a lot of bike workouts and they're very long um, but because of that I get to have a lot of thinking time. I'm trying not to listen to podcasts or music too much when I'm on the bike because I want to um, have the time to A, focus on what I'm doing but B, be reflective um, and also you know, think about my thoughts a bit more. Um, and on today's bike ride, I refine this list. So hopefully this helps you. This episode is about the lies that you may or may not be telling yourself. Um, and I think if you are telling yourself these lies, you are definitely living beneath your potential. And these lies are causing you to, to, to hold yourself back. So I really hope this is useful. I notice myself in a lot of them. Um, and I find that lots of clients at the start of their journey are also telling themselves these lies. Um, so if you if you recognise this, please do what you can to, to rewire your brain and hopefully this, this pushes you to do so. So the first lie that you may be telling yourself is that you don't have time or you're too busy to achieve X. Now in this case, it's going to be weight loss, of course. Um, I liken this to the trap of tomorrow, which is when people say, I'll just do it tomorrow, I'll just do it next week, I'll just do it next month, I'm too busy. And we all know that tomorrow never happens. You never don't get busy. There's always something in this crazy life that we live. And I would argue that actually starting a weight loss or a fitness journey when you are at your most busy is the best thing you can do because if and when things do calm down, you will have a handle on the things that cause you to gain weight or the things that stopped you from managing your weight. Um, I also just think that being busy is a myth. There are some people that will always make themselves busy even if they're retired. Um, I just think that if you're saying I'm too busy and that's your excuse, it's just not a priority for you because think about it. You're too busy to eat less food that doesn't make any sense. Yes, there has to be some planning involved when it comes to losing weight. Of course, that's the case. But a lot of my clients, one of my clients in particular, she travels away all the time. She goes and gets a ready meal from Tesco. She doesn't have to do any fucking cooking. She just looks at the back, looks at calories, works out what she's had for the day, doesn't take long at all. Same thing with exercise. People think I'm too busy to work out six days a week for an hour. Great. Who says you have to? 90% of my clients do the 40 minute method. Four 10 minute home workouts, body weight only, short, sharp, intense. They get the job done. You are lying to yourself and to me if you don't have 40 minutes across the week. If you think that that's not the case, look at your screen time. Maybe you're watching too many of my videos on Facebook because you can find the time, you know, I'm sure you find time to eat out once or twice a week. I'm sure you find out to watch your favourite show in the evening. I'm sure you find time to go shopping. Find the time to exercise. Find the time to prep your food. Eat less food, move a little bit more. You're not too busy to do that. So don't tell yourself that you are. Line number two that you may or not be telling yourself, and this one's really frustrating for me as a younger person, and that's that you're too old to lose weight. You're too old to increase your fitness. Now, what made me uh, mention this one was that I recently watched the film Nyad. Um, it's on Netflix, it's great. I actually read the book as well, and it's about Diana Nyad, who in 2010, she was 60 years old, and she resolved to accomplish the one thing that eluded her for her whole life. And it was a 110 mile non-stop, yeah, that's right, non-stop swim from Cuba to Florida. She unsuccessfully attempted it when she was around 28, um, and she was in a bit of a slump, and she thought, you know what, I'm gonna do it. So she starts training. Everyone said, Diana, you're not gonna be able to do it. 
she attempted it multiple times and spoiler alert she got the job done and if she had believed what everyone else was saying and also believed that thought in her head that she was too old she wouldn't have done it you are never too old I would also encourage you to look into the lady called Joan McDonald. She is awesome. She's got a great Instagram page. There's been loads of articles written about her. She went on an amazing fitness and weight loss journey. I think she's just under 80 now. I think she's 78. Um, and she is a fucking weapon. She looks great. And if you're telling me that you're too old to wear that dress, to get fitter, to invest in yourself, to make change, you're a liar. You can teach an old dog new tricks. You absolutely can. So don't, don't believe that voice in your head. My dad has always been relatively in shape. He used to play rugby um, and he's a good skier. Um, he's six foot three. And he used to, when he was a bit younger, he maybe had a tiny bit of a belly on him um, and he wasn't at all a runner. And he started running when he was around 40, 45 and he's now approaching 60 and he's done loads of half marathons, lots of sprint triathlons. He's pushing his limits. He's also done high rocks and he came like fifth in his age group in Singapore. Um, and he, he's absolutely smashed it and he's getting fitter week on week. So don't tell yourself that. That's just a handy excuse. Oh, I'm too old. It's That's an excuse. It's not a reason. So don't listen to that voice in your head. Number three, uh, line number three that you may be telling yourself is I'll be happy when I get X, Y and Z. I'll be happy when I lose the weight. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I get that job. For me, it was I'll be happy when I graduate university. And I graduated, felt really accomplished and then thought, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> and maybe you think, oh, I'll be happy when I get that car. Maybe you have the car. You're grateful for two weeks. And then all of a sudden you, the novelty wears off because it doesn't actually mean that much to you to have a flash car. Now, losing weight probably will make you happy because there's a hell of a lot of work that goes into losing weight but I don't actually think it's the, the weight loss that makes you the happy it's the following through on your goal and doing what you said you would I think that brings the most fulfillment now when I lost the weight I of course felt happier I of course felt um, more confident in general you know my fitness improved but there are still days where I massively lack body confidence where I feel crippled about the th fact that I'm gonna post a video helping people lose weight when I feel horrible in my own skin um, and there are some days when I compare myself to to amazing athletes and just think god I'm really unfit so the point is there's always going to be comparison even if you get into that size six dress there will be days where you still don't feel great um, so it's not going to fix all of your problems it can make you happier but it's not going to change everything finding real happiness comes from within so don't think that you know you will be completely happy when you lose the weight or when you get x y and z another lie that people tell themselves and this one is really really painful to hear and that's that everything sucks my life's rubbish i'm i'm always the one that that has you know, the worst things, everyone else around me is lucky. Now, the thing is, if you're listening to this, you have a phone or a laptop, you have Wi-Fi, you have headphones or a speaker, you woke up this morning, you're probably in a warm house, you probably have a family that really fucking love you, you may have a job that you're lucky to have. The people that listen to this podcast, most of them are in the UK, the US and Australia, all very wealthy countries, all with great healthcare systems, great schooling systems, they are safe places to be. Not everything sucks. If you put your problems into a hat with 30 other people's random people plucked off the face of the earth, you would be grateful to pull out your own problems. So have some damn perspective. Not everything sucks. And if everything does suck for you, change it. Again, 
if you live in one of those countries, you have the autonomy to change your life. You can change your job, you can increase your fitness, you can find free workouts on the fucking internet and you can change your life. Bringing up problems without finding a solution is whining and no one likes a whiner. There are of course things that will cause you to be unhappy. I get that. There are valid excuses and there are valid reasons and valid obstacles that may be stepping in your way. But if it's the same excuse over and over again and you're doing nothing to change it, fuck off. Don't listen to this podcast. Unsubscribe from my videos because you can't be helped. You have to at least try to make change. The clients that I work with are brilliant because they have reasons for not doing, you know, there are obstacles in their way, but they get over it. They do something about it. There is always something. Something is better than nothing. So stop throwing throwing in the towel and saying that everything sucks. That one got passionate. Need to get my breath back and have a bit of a sip of water because I do get really frustrated when people just complain about everything without doing anything about it, but also realizing how good they have it. Now, another thing that people uh, lie about to themselves is they say, I'm just not good at this. I can't do it. I'll never be good at that. Now, guys, I'm not good at speaking Japanese. Do you want to know why? (laughs) Because I've never tried to speak Japanese. I've never had a lesson. I've never even tried to to do it. And my, my knowledge of the language doesn't span further than Konichiwa, okay? But if I started taking Japanese lessons, if I started watching films in Japanese and if I downloaded Duolingo, I'm sure that within six or 12 months, I would be decent at speaking Japanese. Maybe a bit longer, but you know, you get the point. I used to think that I wasn't a good runner. You wanna know why? Because I never ran. So of course, whenever I would do it, I would feel rubbish because I just hadn't tried. I pushed through, did a couple of weeks, made, stayed consistent, tried to do a beat, bit more each time, go a little bit faster each time. And now I'm doing an Ironman next year and I've got a marathon coming up soon. So don't say that you're just not good at this. The reason why you're not is because you've not been consistent and you've not tried it. A lot of people say, I don't have the body to be a runner or, you know, I could never get that job. Just try, put yourself out there, be consistent and I'm sure you will build a baseline. Humans are very malleable. We can pick up new skills, you know, and it links back to the age thing. Age isn't a limit. You can teach an old dog new tricks. You just have to try. Final lie that you're telling yourself, maybe, is that you're not worthy. I'm not worthy of feeling my best. I'm not worthy of investing into myself. I'm not worthy of of becoming happy and maybe this is because you have low self-esteem maybe as a child your parents were were hard on you maybe you were bullied and maybe you've believed that voice inside your head now if you think that you're not worthy you're never going to make change and I know this sounds really really wishy-washy but if you're constantly feeding yourself shit like that you you're going to believe it. You have to start changing the narrative. You've got to wake up, and I know that this sounds very lame, and you've got to say, I'm fucking here. I'm fucking great. I deserve to have a good life. I, I'm i a great person. I'm a, I'm good to be around. I'm good fun. I'm, I make other people's lives better, and I'm allowed to have the same things. Just start saying it, because it is powerful. Manifestation without action is a load of rubbish, but if you start changing that narrative in your head, your actions likely will start changing. Mercedes, uh, a lot of the, the clients will know who Mercedes is, Mercedes is, but she's she's one a coach that works um, under me, and she helps out in Break the Yo-Yo. 
And she is so positive and she has really, really helped me change that narrative in my head. And I used to roll my eyes and think, God, another North American telling me to manifest my dreams until I started doing it and realised that maybe a grumpy Brit needs to start listening. Um, And it's really, really helped me. So I hope that this episode helps you guys. Um, I hope that this has... um, giving you the boost of encouragement that you needed as always if you have any requests for future episodes let me know Um, but if not thank you very much for listening and i'll see you next week team